0: What you must recognize is the fundamental thing, and that fundamental thing is that we are dominated, and those who dominate us will constantly look for the means of justifying their
1: domination. Welcome to the Roe and Joe Show. Welcome to the Row and Joe Show.
0: This is Roe, and this is Joe. And we discussed the gray area, the black and white things. The clip you heard just a moment ago was Dr. Amos Wilson. Uh, this is the real Black empowerment talk. Uh, today we are going to discuss what it means to be pro-black. We had posted a picture on our one of our social media platforms. The picture was of a black family and of a biracial family. And the picture was courtesy of Khaled Scott uh, Black Fathers, which is a Facebook forum. The question asked, who can and cannot be pro-Black? And what does it mean to be pro-Black, Joe? What does okay, it mean well, to be I got pro-Black? The
1: Urban Dictionary. Urban definition. Dictionary. I mean, there's nothing in Webster's, but... <laughs> of course Pro- not. Pro-Black is, is a Webster? lifestyle that encourages the economic growth and development of the Black people as a whole with the purpose of increasing the wealth and population of Black people around the world. Whether it be spending money with Black-owned business. In your communities or online, promoting love for black people and encouraging black youth is its sole purpose to keep uplifting black people in America to be proud. And it also says to be proud and the same time. <laughs> but that doesn't make sense. So, OK, I'll just take that out.
0: Well, I'm good. I'm pro-black, I would say. And um, I feel like
1: I, with that definition, I'm pro-black, too. Right. Which leads me to the picture that. The white woman who's married to the black guy, they have three children in the picture. Mm -hmm. That's the picture that some people say they can't be pro-black. Closed-minded individuals can't be pro-black. Right. Racist white people can't be pro-black. True story. (laughs) (laughs) Duh, that's obvious. (laughs) But I'm saying maybe a lot of people need to, maybe a lot of white people need to recognize their white privilege and... The whole true history of racism to really appreciate Do being you, pro-black, but I mean, I don't think white people are the ones saying about the pro-black thing. That's a that, that's that's a, a black thing talking about a black thing. That is that you know, is. I am going. Was, that sounded funny. But,
0: <laughs> I get it. I got that it. The listeners funny. get it. Yeah, it's a thing talking about a thing. It's right. black people discussing blackness. Is what it is. And can white people? Or mixed race families represent pro-blackness or power to the people.
1: I guess in this definition, it does say increasing the wealth and population. So, but they really technically are, because if a white woman has, which we've had this discussion, if a white woman has a baby to a black man or vice versa, that baby's going to be black. Regardless. Regardless. Yes. So is my daughter not allowed to be pro-black because she has a white mother?
0: I'm sure that depends on who you talk to, as with all things. You know, we do this podcast and we have an intent to bring love and the masses together. But there will always be, you know, someone who begs to differ, unfortunately. Right. Um, And so I have an article to read. It's called Pro-Black Means All Black People. So it's a definition for us. Uh, It was written in May 2016. It's a little long, but I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. We as black people are taught from such a young age that we must be respectable, whether consciously or subconsciously. We pick up on things, little clues, hints that tell us if you want to be treated fairly, you're going to have to assimilate into mainstream white culture. It becomes easy to see other black people in music videos with gold grills and shiny rims and think this is why white people don't respect us. On many occasions, I've heard people say that in response to something another black person said, wore or did. And I'm going to stop there because I am guilty of that. Not necessarily in, in reading what she said, now I understand why I said it. Now, I may have said it thinking, oh, they're acting ghetto or Ugh, why do they have to act so ignorant? But if it's a subconscious belief that, oh, my God, you guys aren't acting acceptable, then at right. some point younger than maybe I was not
1: pro-black. Like, bro like certain behaviors doesn't fit into almost... Um Well, it's comparable to the white standard of beauty. Exactly. So there's maybe a white standard of behavior. I mean, basic teaching someone to be respectable, that's not a white behavior, a black behavior. That's just a good way to be. Right. But I get the point. Like wearing gold chains and all these things, all these things that you might have referred to as being ghetto. Is that what you're talking about? I may not have referred
0: to a gold chain or anything of that nature. I mean, because that's how I grew up. I mean, it, it wasn't, you know.
1: Right. Uh, I had a gold herringbone.
0: Right. It it wasn't.
1: I, n- I never had the big old spiral. I can't even spiral. get the
0: word out. It wasn't a bad thing to wear gold chains when I grew right. up. It wasn't a bad thing. I mean, I grew up. Listening to rap music and and that's my thing. That's what I love. But but if a girl or a guy is being loud and obnoxious and 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 you know what I would say, just acting hood. What does that mean by definition? You know your vernacular is fucked up. You know I can't right. understand what you're saying. You're in the street yelling and screaming. Your fucking pants are sagging. Your titties out. You know just. You're not being the best representation of you as a human being, not necessarily. And, and I would say that if I were in.
1: And if it were white, people will behave this. There are obnoxious white people. Exactly. And there are white guys that wear their pants sagging and plenty of white women have their tits out <laughs> at all times. I mean, come on. So <laughs> sun's out, buns out. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's that's but we get the point of the article, like in a, in a sense, well, there's this this. And when you mentioned assimilate white culture, now, I learned this white fragility book, this is Joe's favorite new book a lot. And I think every white person in America should read it because it really will. It gets to the, it literally takes you to the subconscious of things like and how it started. So Irish and Italian were not, and Armenian were not considered white back in the colonialism times Mm -hmm. and so these boxes you know that one president i want to say it was thomas jefferson um because i didn't of course write a little book summary for this podcast or anything but so there was this president he wanted to do the whole white thing this whole white supremacy that he wanted to be white they colonized white blah 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 so they had to for the irish armenians and italians to be considered white and to be allowed to mark this white box, because obviously they got special privileges if they were allowed. Of course. They had to, they were told they had to assimilate white culture, which they did. And that's how they are now being allowed to be considered white. Hmm. There's no Irish box. There's no Italian box. There's no Armenian box. Because now what,
0: that's all classed because under white. the is white. right? Because they assimilate it. Assimilation Ooh, can lead to aggravation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so to go on, the article then says, this is why white people don't respect us. Let's think about this for a minute. It assumes the highest honor, the greatest achievement, the crown jewel of life is the white man's respect. That's deep. That is deep. And how many black people carry that? I want to be respected by the white man, because if you have the construct of supremacy, meaning you are above all, that means that everyone below you should then look up to you and want to earn your respect. And fuck that. I mean, I love you, Joe.
1: No, I, but I know, I, I, but I get <laughs> I get it. I get it. And that, again, it's it's the social construct, which was created way back in the day. And now, like, everybody's suffering. Everyone. Everyone. I mean, white people need to get it together because they might not be suffering right now, but they will. At some point. At some point. The way this, the way shit's going down, like, they will suffer. So, it's time for... It's going down for real. Uh oh Oh, That's my song, (laughs) Flowrider. Seriously. So, what, in the book, in the book, because we talked about that, too, why are white people so offended? So they've been taught to to like hide it now. Now it's now it's like not politically correct. So you know, white people always want to be like La tida. And so like I said before,
0: to be called to be for a white person to be called a racist is the equivalent to a black person being called the N word. I hear some people are uh not happy that I use that word so freely on the podcast. So I'll say N word for today. For today. For today.
1: I mean I'm not offended. <laughs> So basically they were. So basically we talked about how white people are offended. And also, even if it's something that's pro black, black lives matter. You know, white people automatically assume that it's like against, against them, the white
0: people, against when the that's white people. not it at
1: all. Right. So that brings me to why
0: the Black Panther Party was created, which it was created in 1966 in Oakland, California, by Huey P. Newton, Bobby Seale and a bunch of other guys. But the original premise of the party and the purpose of the Black Panther Party was to patrol African-American neighborhoods to protect residents from acts of police brutality, which... We're still experiencing mm-hmm. that and thus born Black Lives Matter because even today, this was in nineteen sixty-six. Twenty nineteen, black people are
1: still being killed by mass incarceration. White cops. It's I mean And why won't white people admit it? That's so that takes question. me to well, because white people are never challenged to their own complicity and investment in racism. Quote from the book. Ooh. But it's true. White people don't want to take accountability. <laughs> accountability is They don't want to recognize it within themselves. And really, they don't really even have to do anything. All they have to do is recognize the behavior and start opening... If once they recognize it, once they get it, like if they'd read this book and really read it and understand it and think about it and think things through... Then they would they would un, then they would understand and and that's I think pro black any kind of or Black Lives Matter they just want some empathy some respect some some head nodding saying yes I, I understand get I right. get it you know what can we do I mean we're not saying by any means white people have to change their lifestyle. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to move to black neighborhoods. They just have to calm the fuck down, get over themselves and really just
0: but in calming the fuck down and getting over themselves that does that then take away the sense of superiority and the sense does that threaten the sense of
1: I'm But white people need to know this. Without people of color there'd be no white people. We, we would there would just be people like you're not white no more like what like without color there's like there it's just weird it's weird like everybody needs everybody exactly like everybody needs everybody to be that person do you know I get it so then even in being pro-black, you can
0: be pro-black because you want to be proud and because we need our black dollar to stick around in our black community for longer than six hours, payday to pay night, you know, shit, from $700 to $0.70 in in six hours. <laughs> right. But we need that. But at the same time, you can't be so pro-black um, that you you shun everyone else because in order to make the system work, you have to have it be all inclusive. Does that make sense? Like you can't, I said it before the podcast, and this is so fucking stupid, but it's just my brain saying it like we we're all here on this earth. There are not black people on Earth and white people on Mars and Asian people on Jupiter. Like we're all inhabiting the same sphere people. That means we we all need to get this shit together so that we can inhabit this place and make it a beautiful place. You know what? I believe in the collective consciousness. And so our earth is being burned to fucking smithereens. I am one of those people who believe in... um climate change right and because of all of the hatred that we hold because of all of the shit that we're doing to each other all of that is breaking down our ecosystem it's breaking down our bodies and it's breaking down our planet because we cannot if you if you can't love from within yourself then what you project from within is then it's projected outside of you and it shows it shows in our oceans it shows in every fucking thing we do like we're fucking the shit up
1: people right God. right i'm so confused and annoyed it it, it is confused and then the deep so since we've just been doing this podcast like i've become i have become obsessed so (laughs) i mean everywhere i look i'm like White people, racist people, <laughs> black people, oh my god, Asian people, everywhere. Like it's right. it's, it's becoming insane for me, and it is kind of mentally exhausting when you got to think about it, and then you got to think about your own behaviors, right? Your family's behaviors, and then to learn how we got here, mm-hmm. which which that's that's the scary thing about it. Okay, so we're still here in twenty nineteen. Those same five boxes are still in that paperwork. Oh, yes, they are. Those same boxes that, that these racist bigots created mm-hmm. back in the day, their names are still being advertised in history, going down in history books as heroes and Blah blah blah. So this history, the same history, the same science, the same geography, the same everything is being taught in schools. Yes. Like so, none of it's going to change. The construct is never going to change because that's it de- depressing. De- it de- that damn book. This damn book depunked my theory about Bray. Remember, I said in twentieth, it's not. It's a damn lie. It's not going to go away. The powers that be are not going nowhere. They hold all the wealth. Blah, blah, blah. Don't ask me how to start even changing it. But conversation changes
0: it. Right. I mean, but and then there has to be a willingness to change. There has to be a willingness. There has to be enough of us who say, you know what? I'm really sick of this shit. Like,
1: can we not? Can we not? And people you do know. But the only people that are talking about it is mostly black people. And there's white people out there that talk about it. But white people aren't affected as much by it. Socially and economically, and by the police and by mass incarceration. So, how do we? So, hear no evil, see no evil, right? So, how no do evil. we? So, you can have you can be pro black, you can have Black Lives Matter, you can have all these groups, but the people that really need to do it are white people, right? I am. And, and 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 how, how do you, you get how do you get them even? Interested in it because, as soon as they hear it, they're like, uh,
0: "Yeah," or uh, and and you know the big thing they also do. Well, slavery—it's not happening right now. It wasn't me. It wasn't my. They they always take it back to. Well, that's not what's happening today. Right. But what's happening today? began then and it continues to happen because of what your your conscious beliefs and your subconscious beliefs that you hold you hold these things what is it self-evident so you think it's true it's your true belief this is why i said in the first podcast we all need to do some self-analysis self-analysis yeah it's necessary
1: it's so necessary
0: man these podcasts can be tiring
1: (laughs) but back to pro-black i do think that And and a black household that has a white person in it, man, woman, a single household, no kids yet, don't want kids, just a black and white couple, they can be pro-black. Yes, I agree. You know, I just think a little bit of the right education, the right knowledge can make anybody pro-black. But I get it, you know, but I still understand. Like, I get why, you know, there's pro-black, black girls rock, all that stuff. Like, I can understand it because you have to you ha- you're trying to lift yourselves up because for so long you were told that you weren't this, so exactly. you're trying to yeah you have to have the counter it's, it's it's yeah it's it's a foundation for yourself so i I don't know why it would harm anybody like I don't know why. White people don't want us to be proud of who we are.
0: Why When? Why, why? is it such a bad thing that black lives matter and not all lives matter? Because all lives do matter. And, but but they everyone is that not being
1: not what, snuffed out by the white cops. But that's not why black lives matter. That's not what black lives matter is saying. Exactly. Right. And that's what... So if white people could just wrap their head around it. It just, I don't know. I get hot when I start saying this because I just don't know how to verbally express the...
0: Your frustration and frustration. what you want to happen. You want white people to get it. Like, just listen.
1: Right. And I, I mean, I this is from the centuries ago, so only my little words can go so far, but even if they would just just think about it, but they weren't. If they even if they never even read history, other than what they were taught in school, they won't know no better anyway. Cause school is not teaching it right. Right. And we're uh, when you know
0: better, you do better. And right. don't we all just want everybody to be better? I mean, that's damn kumbaya. Like, get it? <laughs> I can't. I can't right. say it enough.
1: Shit, yes. humans. Right.
0: I got a headache just thinking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah.
0: It's not. It's not difficult, really. But, you know, if you let's just let's take accountability because a lot of people don't want to take accountability. They would rather blame someone else for what is happening to them when no people, 90% of the shit that happens to you happens because of you. Right. Get that through your head. Secondly, let me go back to this mental health thing because I cannot reiterate this enough. The shit that you hold on to is going to kill you. Cardiovascular disease, cancer, diabetes, High blood pressure, all the hatred that you hold, all the shit that you ignore and you just want it to go away. It's going to fester in your body some way, somehow glaucoma, you know, glaucoma. And we know this very well. They don't even know how it comes about.
1: No, they still don't know.
0: They still don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, well, let's just put a spin on that. It's because you hate motherfuckers.
1: Well, it's predominantly in black
0: people. <laughs> well, so they say. But everything is predominantly black, according to the masses. Everything. Black people have more diabetes. Black people have more high blood pressure. Black people have more cardiovascular disease. Black people have more HIV that and about AIDS. about diabetes? Yes. Everything, according to the people... Whoever they are, they, in quotations, quotey fingers, they say all of this shit is happening to black people. But I think if we're talking about supremacy, is it all not just a ruse to keep black people sick? Because if you continue to hear that you have this shit and all of this shit is predominant to you
1: and because of your blackness, then, oh, my fucking God, it's diabetes. we, We could put it to like the economics involved with black people, you know diabetes is probably from food but i'm sure it's not predominantly type 1 diabetes in black people no it's, it's probably type, type, type 2 yes which is caused by food and we all know it's eating healthy is clean eating is like the it, most expensive effing yes. thing that you can possibly try yes. to do so basically you know you could put so it's it's another construct it is. And, and it's probably planned that way. So now it's just more subliminal slavery, maybe. That's, so it's just, mass incarceration. That's subliminal that's, slavery. Boom. Right. So there it is. There like it is. Mass incarceration, the police brutality. So instead of having these uh, on TV when the civil rights movement was going on and you could see it. Obvious. It was obvious. Yes. Even, even back in those little shitty cable days. When you had the little antenna <laughs> and they seen it, you know, but now it's more, it's turned into something just a little bit. Now we have social media and you see it, yes, in the video, but it's done in a way that's not so obvious. Yes, it's not so obvious. I mean, it's obvious if you have an open mind and you're looking at it, but it's still. But a lot of people are. Uh, and just, but like I'm just saying, it goes back to the, you know, food, the cost. Yes economics,
0: yes, all of the constructs. As a man thinketh, as a man thinketh people, that's the bottom line. As a man thinks, so he is. And so if you are continuously told that you are unhealthy, that you are unworthy, that you are for shit, you hold that belief and there in turn, you act that way and here we have... Why we played the first clip from Doctor Amos Wilson?
1: So, which is why you have pro-black, Black Lives Matters groups like that. Yes, to remind yourselves to create awareness that yes, Black lives do matter, and we're human. We are not subhuman. We are not inhumane. Right. Y- yes. But back to the picture of pro of of why you know some Black people think that an interracial couple cannot be pro-black. Um, one man, was, this was on Hot 97. They did this topic on the pro-black thing on the interracial dating, but it was more about the rapper. This is America. Oh, Donald Glover. Yeah, he, I guess Childish married, Gambino. Married to a white, white woman. woman. Yes. And one of them was that a white woman is the white man's insurance policy. What does that mean? Babies? Uh, Something about. So and this this was referring to black men that were already famous and had a lot of money. OK, so it was basically saying that if a white woman marries a black man that has a lot of wealth, like an NBA player, an actor, such and such and so forth, that that white man is still going to have a piece of that pie. Mm and then there was the one because where the white man writes, writes the check, right? Then there was the one where the white woman wants mixed kids because in the future white people are going to be the minority, and white women don't want their kids to be um, left out. Mm. But that would make me laugh because that you would have to almost set out in life and think that. And for a white person to think that, I mean, they already think they're the supreme being. So for a white person to really think that they're going to be the minority, is hard for me to wrap my head around that they would have the foresight to even think that far ahead to say, I'm going to have a black baby. Hmm. That's just like way far out to me, but... Yeah, I,
0: I can't even touch on that. One. I, I don't get the, I don't get.
1: I can't, like, wrap, I can't my wrap and, my head. around yeah, that, that admits me as an individual. doesn't make
0: sense to me either. You, I mean,
1: <laughs> I would feel like maybe a woman in their 30s maybe could say, okay, well, the way life's gone and the way this race game is and social media, I, I better have a black woman. Better marry a black man so I can have a baby because in 20 years there may be no more white people left. It just sounds so insane to me.
0: That does sound crazy as hell. Right.
1: But anyway. But there are people who want to be purists. Did make sense about the white people having the fourth, like for them to, most white people, they don't even want to talk about racism, less known to even think that they're going to be a minority. I don't know. For them to say, oh, I better have a black baby. It's just weird, it is, but I guess it's possible you yes, can't put it anything is. past anybody right but. exactly, but yeah, that was just two things I thought was interesting to go along with it, and just for um to put it to in a comparison that maybe white people might understand is pro black could be and he i they said this on hot ninety seven which made a lot of sense to me, it's comparable to feminism. So, like, the feminist movement, how the women felt oppressed, so they came together to create this movement. I mean, but that should
0: be commonsensical.
1: Like, really? I mean, you would think it all should be commonsensical at this point. But it's not, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) heap of mess. Right.
0: So, uh, uh... Are we wrapping? We want to wrap it up um, again on a tone of love and acceptance for all of us. The human race, not black, not white, not yellow, not brown. Human. Yes. Woman, man, child. Let's just try to. Can we all just get along? Can we all just
1: read a good book? Learn something for a change. Get off Facebook for one damn day. Ooh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is. <laughs> Just get off. Put social media down. Read a book. Learn something. About Edify history. yourself. Yes. Yeah. Instead of, I don't know what else there is to do. But I have a question. Maybe someone, if we get some engaged fans, could say, "Is it answer my question? Is it racist to acknowledge race? What do you think?
0: Is it racist to acknowledge acknowledge race?" <sighs> Unfortunately, the construct makes it such that that is how we acknowledge each other. Even in general conversation, you could be describing someone. And if you say, oh, the girl down the street, you know, nine times out of 10, a person will say, oh, well, what's what color was she? You know, right. Does that make me racist or does that make me curious or does that make me ignorant? And what fucking difference does it matter what color she was? But it could depending on whether or not she was acting a fool. I have no idea.
1: But I that's guess a good question right. What about to you? Do you think that? I mean not necessarily. I mean, if I say the black girl down the street, I don't think that's being racist, and i mean that and that challenges that question kind of challenges the theory of um the color blindness ideology and racism so like Mm. I mean we should recognize our differences be proud of them and accept them right you know especially something that you're just born like that like you're just born that way it's just a melanin issue again like I said before so but anyway, next week, we're going to talk about the history and of Planned Parenthood. Planned and how, Parenthood. And how Planned Parenthood was founded. Oh, well, this ought to be interesting. This, this The feminists should get a kick out of this one. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, <laughs> feminists. Calm your, <laughs> calm your damn pants. Get your panties in a bunch. Get
0: your thong out your ass. <laughs> calm the fuck down.
1: <laughs> oh, my right. God. So, yes, the history of Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanders. Mm. Mm. Any relation to Colonel... I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. Wait. <laughs> KF motherfucking C. <laughs> good gracious. I hope not. Okay. Poor guy. He wouldn't want that woman in uh, his cookout. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So, again, we will uh... follow us yes, on Instagram. that part. Rowan Joe Show with a W. On Twitter, at Rowan Joe Show, no W. And Facebook, at The Rowan Joe Show. So, any let qu- us know. Yep, any questions, Good's bad,
0: comments, good, bad, ugly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Until next week, people. The Rowan Joe Show.
1: And yeah, I'm white, she's black, and we're pro-black. So, deuces.
0: <laughs> <I'll-> <laughs> the Rowan Joe Show.